TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Keeping it local. This is the High School Football Scoreboard Show. Brought to you by QC Kinetics. Non-surgical solution for chronic pain. And Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Into the 9 o'clock hour on this Friday night from our Midtown Atlanta studios, Sam Crenshaw along with Chris Parker. And we got Dom working on the other side of the glass here, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, The Scoreboard Show. Glad you're with us. Boy, we enjoyed our conversation, our school day's conversation with Greg Lloyd. Yeah, uh, Greg Lloyd was awesome. Yeah. You know who that is, Dom? I mean, that was after your time. I know you're 97 and all. My goodness. Yeah, yeah. We got some pups in here. Yeah, <laughs> so Greg was talking about the Steeler fans. I am a part of that. You're that a part group. of the Steeler so, yeah. nation. So, so, so yeah, so yeah. I, I know about Greg. I hear you. Greg <laughs> Lowe <Lord> was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. He was a, just a, a, like a hard hitter. I mean, yeah. I they might not let him play today. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they'd watch him. Didn't let him, didn't let him play back in the 80s. He got kicked out of the game. How, yeah, I mean, man. let me reiterate my same comment. How bad did you have to hit somebody yeah. in the early 1980s yeah. to get thrown out of the game? Yeah. I watched him. I mean, this was serious football. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, man. There was no targeting penalties. No, no. There was none of that. You got thrown out of the yeah. game. I mean, you had to light somebody up. Yeah, really. Wow. And we don't have any video of that. You know, we don't, yeah. we, no, we don't have any evidence. But, yeah, if you had put out of the game today. Uh, uh, we are having a lot of our games going on tonight. And a lot of the games have reached halftime. We got some updates. We got David Friedlander waiting to check in with us with the Gainesville Times. David, tell us about the game you're at tonight. We are actually, if you could hear me, because it's still pretty loud here, but we're just kicking off in the second half. And uh, Ari Branch has a 34 nothing lead on Winder Barrow. Um, their, their offensive, uh, the passing game is, has been just impeccable. Um, Josh Oliver has, is 13 of 19 for 214 yards and three touchdowns through the air. Two of those uh, to Jeremiah Ware. And they've all been pretty much big plays. Uh, the defense has been good. In fact, the only thing that's really slowed down uh, Winder Barrow is a couple of uh, mishandled uh, uh, long snaps or, or shotgun snaps. Other than that, this has been about as good a first half as they've had all year. And, they, and this is a, a huge game for them because a win here will put them in very good position for, for playoffs, by at least controlling their own destiny for one anyway. Yeah, I really, really surprised by that score, David. I really thought this was going to be a pretty close game. Winder actually had a pretty nice start to the season. Uh, what do you think's made the difference? Um, well, for starters, like I said, um, 
as far as uh, Flattery Branch is concerned, they really, you know, and, and considered that they're also doing this without their number one running back has been hurt in a couple of weeks. But uh, like I said, uh, Oliver in the passing game has been so good yeah. here. The uh, they, in fact, I think Oliver, right as of this moment, Oliver has thrown for something like 900 yards over the last three week, three games alone. Wow! So they're obviously clicking here. So as far as that's concerned, uh, and, and tonight the defense has been very stout too. Right. We just, in fact, they just had a a set, their third sack of the game on the first play of the second half. So um, they might be coming together for this. Team. Right, that's what it's looking like. Yeah, fantastic stuff, David. Thanks so much for the update. That's David Friedlander from the Gainesville Times checking in with us tonight. Thanks so much, David. All right, we got Chris Dunn down in Fayette County. Got an inter-county rivalry down there. Chris, what do you have for us tonight? Yeah, I was uh, down at the uh, first half of uh, Fayette County hosting uh, Stars Mill. Uh, everything going right for the Panthers in that one. Uh, they were up uh, 49 nothing at halftime uh, on Fayette County. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, then we had other county scores at the half. Uh, Trinity Christian up 28-23 on Whitewater, which if Whitewater could pull that off would really make things interesting in the region. Then we also had Northgate, I believe it was up last I saw, 22-15 on McIntosh. And Sandy Creek is off this week. They're resting up. They've got a – the defending champions have a gauntlet ahead with uh, Carver and Cedar Grove over the, over the next two games. Wow. Yeah, that Trinity Christian game is a game to watch now. Trinity Christian Whitewater. Yeah. Throw a wrench in this region. There's five or six really good teams in that region. Only four are gonna make the playoffs. Fantastic. For sure, for sure. Fantastic, Chris. Chris, always great catching up with you down in Fayette County. Thanks for checking in with us halftime tonight. Glad to help. All right, all right. That is Chris Dunn down in Fayette County. Fayette County News. All right, we got some updates from our guys. Uh, let's start with Eric Slaughter. Let's check in and see what Eric has for us right now. Sports Radio 9290 Games, Friday night high school scoreboard show. This is Eric Slaughter checking in from the sidelines here at Creekview High as we have hit the halftime intermission and the Grizzlies have stormed back in the second quarter and now lead at the half by the score 27 to 10. Junior QB Austin Guest really got his offense flowing in the second quarter as they ripped off 21 consecutive points to build their lead to 27-7. Just before the half, the River Ridge Knights got back on the scoreboard with a 48-yard field goal to take us to our halftime score, 27-10. The rain has cleared out. We do have clear skies, it looks like, for the second half as they get ready for third quarter action. I'll be checking back in throughout the game, but for now, once again, your halftime score from Creekview, Grizzlies 27, Knights 10. Back to the studio with Sam and Chris. This is Eric Slaughter. That score surprised you at all? No, I mean, maybe a little that it got, but River has got a chance to get back in it, but Creekview's got a very good team. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I did expect Creekview to probably win the game, but I think it's it's gonna be a tough game. It's gonna be tested. Some, there's going to be some key plays coming out this third quarter, maybe for everybody to get back right in it. Okay. All right. All right. Just some updates. We got some more updates from our reports on the other side of this break. We're going to take a break now. We say at halftime, it was at 35-10. Carrollton's up on East Coweta as that game continues. Uh, we're going to check in with them and check in with John Batnarowski, Mary of the Daily Journal. He's going to cover everything out in the Cobb County area for us uh, tonight. So stay with us coming up in the next segment in the 9 o'clock hour. Here on the Scoreboard Show, you know, Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929TheGame.com.
TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the Games High School's Football Scoreboard Show. Friday night, under the lights. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain, and Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back inside our Midtown Atlanta studios on this Friday night. Sam Crenshaw along with Chris Parker. It is the Scoreboard Show. So glad you're with us and listening to us in whichever way you are accessing us, big by your radio, your, your phone, or, or your whatever device you are using, um, or obviously with the Odyssey app. And we thank you for doing it. If you download an app, you're listening to us from any place. So happy you're following us as we keep up with Georgia high school football on this Friday night. All right, we got a couple of reports from our guys who are out. Let's start with Day Day Lewis and see what he has for us. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game High School Scoreboard Show with Sam Crenshaw and Chris Parker. I'm Damian Day Day Lewis live here at Terra Stadium in Jonesboro, Georgia. Monday's Mill and Carver Atlanta. Guys, no score update in this one. Both defenses doing their thing, so we still have a 7-0 lead in favor of Carver Atlanta. And again, like I said, both defenses really playing pretty well tonight as Monday's Mill offensively has had their struggles, but it was a key interception by Carver's Latavius Step Jr. as Monday's Mill looked like they were putting together what could be a scoring drive. And uh, again, we've reached the half. No one has scored in the second quarter. 7-0, still your score with Carver Atlanta on top of Monday's Mill. We'll see how adjustments are made here at the half and update you in the third quarter. From Terrace Stadium for the High School Scoreboard Show with Sam Crenshaw and Coach Chris Parker, I'm Damian Dede-Lewis. Back to you guys on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. All right, thanks a lot, Dede. Tight ball game down in Clayton County, 7-0. 7-0. Yeah. Old school game. You know what I mean? Two good ball teams there. Uh, sometimes you have a defensive score like that because both teams are really well coached, and both those teams are. Dede's got a treat. He even said they got some free custard. 
And yeah, he saw. Yeah, and the, if you if you he follow him, yeah. he, he posted that on his Twitter. There, no fish sure. sandwiches at Terra Stadium. You know, Terra Stadium shared stadium. It's not right. It's not right. somebody then, one team's home. Yeah, so like Westlake. They don't have time for the fish sandwich, okay. but they did. They did come through on the custard. Well, custard, that's yeah. nice. That, that's and Garrett's nice. not here today. We got Dom, so we got some food too. You know? How about that? How about that? Well, speaking of Garrett, he is out there working right now. Let's check in with Garrett Chapman right now. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game in the High School Scoreboard Show. This is Garrett Chapman live at Emory Sewell Stadium for a clash of titans, the North Cobb Warriors and the Walton Raiders. If you're following on Twitter, you know that this is an insane game because it depends on which quarter you want to talk about to determine who's having the superior first half because the North Cobb Warriors burst out to a 21-0 lead. And it looks like they had this game firmly in hand, courtesy of quarterback Nick Grimstead's two touchdown passes to T.J. Smith. They looked like they were cooking. And, they looked like, and Walton looked like they were a little rattled by the rain and the wet football. But things dried up, and so did the success for the North Cobb Warriors because the Walton Raiders just took over in that second quarter, scoring 28 unanswered points. The quarterback, Kuklinski, is going to take the, the, the lion's share of the praise. He had four touchdown passes, three of those going to Cameron Lloyd and one going to the Navy commit, Bam Bride. And you can see what Dave Claussen is going to be getting in this quarterback at Klinsky next year. The three-star commit has just lit up the football field. Now that this football has seemingly dried off, this offense has lit up. But I also want to give the flowers to Wendell Gregory, the South Carolina commit. The defensive end is just out of this world good. He's probably been the best player on the football field today, including a quarterback who threw four touchdown passes in the second quarter alone. Gregory had two forced fumbles that set up two of those touchdowns. He has at least two sacks today, and he has multiple quarterback pressures that have given the Walton Raiders a chance at this football game, and they have taken a 28-21 to lead into the locker room. I talked to Daniel Bruner, the head coach of the Walton Raiders, walking into the, in, into the locker room, and I said, hey, what's led to this success? Like, what changed between the first, half, first quarter and the second quarter? You know what he told me? He just said, we're just playing our brand of football, and that brand of football is why they're averaging 55 points Per game on offense and widely considered the best offense in the state they showed it in that second quarter so we'll see what north cobb can do coming out of the halftime locker room they got their work cut out for them they got to see how they can slow down this walton offense and wendell gregory in particular on defense but guys 28 to 21 is your score we got a great football game up here in kennesaw sports radio 92 9 the game my name is garrett chapman and this is the high school scoreboard show sam and chris back to you all right, thanks a lot, Garrett, for that update. My goodness. You, and we saw how that game started and how it turned. Yeah, and I told you that it's not back in the day anymore. 21 to nothing was nothing to be scared of. He just had to get rolling. Well, man, did they get rolling. Yeah, now, 28-21, Walton with the lead. Yep, that is big up in Cobb County. Let's keep our eye. Let's continue with things in Cobb County. Let's check in with John Betnarowski for Marietta Daily Journal. Uh, Cobb Football Friday uh, is joining us now. John, how you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Great. We're, we're dry. We're in a nice dry studio. Some people got wet early tonight, but we're not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's nice for those little creature comforts, aren't it? Isn't it? it? It really is. It really is. They got a barn burner going up in Ackworth. Uh, thoughts about what's happening up there so far? We just heard from our, our reporter. Did this surprise you? Yeah. That that was, uh, well, it surprised me a little bit that North Cobb jumped out 21 to nothing. Um, you know, I don't think uh, David Eziomume is having quite as big a night as uh, he's had the last three weeks uh, where he's run for, I think, over 750 yards com- in those three games combined. But, uh, you know, Nick Grimstead had him out to the early lead. Um, Wendell Gregory, 
uh, forcing those fumbles uh, really turned the tide because then uh, Jeremy Hiklinski had uh, touchdown passes of 75, 73, 30, and 25 there in the first half, three of them to Cameron Lloyd. Uh, you know, Walton, uh, you know, got behind the eight ball uh, early because they went 0 for 3 on fourth down tries and uh, gave the North Cobbs some short fields. So uh, we'll have to see what happens here in the second half. But, uh, well, I'll tell you what, when, once Walton gets up and running, it's uh, it's hard to slow them down. Yeah, and it's one of, they're one of the teams that the reason you can do it, John, you can go for it on fourth down early in the game because you know what you got on offense. And when you've got the, the offensive firepower that these guys have, being down 21 to nothing was not going to be the end of the deal for them. And Sam and I talked about that. But they did need to get rolling. But, yeah, when they got rolling, they really did. And it's been really impressive to watch them play all year. And I thought tonight was such a key game just for as a measuring stick. But also, as I told Sam, this is a region game. And these are far and away the two best teams in this region, most likely. And so – the winner tonight has the inside track for the better seeding, and, and if Walton wants to make a legitimate run to the state championship, they probably need this one tonight, right? Well, I'll tell you what. You know, this, this is going to sound uh, odd, but I think, uh, you know, if chalk holds out, I think the two seed in that region gets the uh, gets the better draw, but that's just me. Well, So yeah. we'll have to see there. But I'll tell you what. You want to talk about another team out of that region that's going to open some eyes. Osborne on uh, one of the first plays from scrimmage scooped and scored against Kennesaw Mountain. Uh, it was 21-3 to at the half. They came out, returned the second half kickoff for a touchdown. They're up 28-3. to If Osborne wins this game, they will be 6-0. and This will be the first region win for them since 2011 and it will be the first victory over a Cobb County team in 19 years Whoa. tell me wow. Wisconsin's wow. not doing a great job over there wow I did not realize that aspect of it yeah yeah wow that is great yeah. thanks for sharing that John that was great yeah thanks John coach Lum is doing a tremendous job uh, and we saw it start to turn last season and some things they missed out in the playoffs. Seemed like they really picked up where they left off. And uh, what else can you say about, about what they're doing? A tremendous job. But I got another game I'm watching. What is going on over at McEacher with this Harrison team that comes in undefeated? Your thoughts on what's happening over there right now? Well, you know, last year it was uh, McEacher beat them. I believe it was 10-7. We got another defensive game over there. McEachern just took the lead before. I got on the phone here. They're up 14-7 in the third quarter. You know, McEachern started to get healthy. You know, they lost a couple of offensive linemen early. They lost their running backs early. They started 0-4, beat Tucker, uh, beat Valdosta. Then they had the uh, bye week to to continue to heal up. And, uh, you know, if McEachern wins this game, you got to look at them and North Paulding as the uh, the two favorites at that point. But you know, whoever wins this game tonight is going to have an inside track to one of those uh, you know home playoff games. Of course, you know, one loss in a region that's only got five teams can be real costly when it comes to playoff positioning and things like that. So, uh, but yeah, it's it's just another defensive struggle over there. 
I'm really intrigued by that region, John. I brought it up the last few weeks to Sam because I think it's going to be one of those regions where everybody can beat everybody, and there's a lot there's a lot of parity, don't you think? Well, yeah, and the other game tonight, Marietta is over at Hillgrove. Uh, Marietta was up 9-7 in the third quarter. So, uh, you know, put them all in a, uh, in a hat and start reaching in, and it doesn't matter which one you pick out. So true, so true. Uh, I mean, Kale is like cruising uh, tonight, but, but thoughts about that team ahead of them. I mean, they've had a quarterback that's been there for them some weeks. He's been away some weeks. Uh, but thoughts about how they've been able to hold it together. Well, you know, you're talking about Bryce Clavon, who missed about a month of the season because he was playing uh, for Team USA baseball in an 18-and-under tournament in Taiwan. Um, you know, Kamari Nix, who was the quarterback at Sprayberry the last few years, he transferred over and was supposed to just play safety. Uh, he took over, led them to three wins, Bryce Clavon comes back. Uh, he was back two weeks ago when they played Centennial, had uh, five touchdown passes and a touchdown run all in the first half of his first game back. Uh, then they had an off week because of uh, fall break. Fall break. Tonight he comes back. I think he had about 230 yards and three touchdowns in the first half. They're up 42 to nothing and, you know, it's uh, you know it, it's Cal football in that region. That's not the the most difficult region. Their next two games, they're going to play Cambridge, which is, you know, they're not as good as they were last year. They're not a bad football team by any means, but they're not as good a team uh, this year. But Cal's got a little chip on their shoulder because Cambridge beat them last year to keep them from winning the region title. So I expect Kel to come out uh, hungry next week. And then the following week, they play GAC, and that's kind of lining up to be the game in that region for the championship. So uh, this is a tune-up for Kel tonight, and the the next two games will decide their fate. John, I first want to, before we move forward, Sam, I need to thank John because we got to give some credit. You know, I was a teacher, you know, a coach, and I got I to gotta give some uh, references here. A lot of these scores I'm rattling off every Friday. Yeah. John's putting on for me. So the man runs one of the best high school football Twitter sites. Yeah. And if you're not following at Cobb Friday, uh, at Cobb F Ball Friday or Fry, yeah. all one word, you'll catch on. <laughs> that is a great, great. I don't know how, is there only one of you? How are you doing all this? Well, what what I do is, you know, we have our correspondents out at the ball games. Every time somebody scores, they text me. I take that text message, update the scoreboard, send out the uh, the tweets. So, uh, uh, you know, we've been doing it for about uh, 10, 12, 15 years. So, uh, you know, it, th- this is the this is the fun part of Friday night. Yeah, yeah. Got to ask you about something. You know, we play. We talked about the games. But earlier tonight, we talked with a couple of our guests, and we talked about the, the uh, rulings this week by the High School Association. Where are you on, on NIL, a high school? Well, you know, I, the only thing that I have a concern about is the one thing that the GHSA has come out and said, oh, well, it, you know, everything's okay, but you can't, uh, you can't use any influence to – 
um, you know, try and bring a kid over to play for their school with NIL. Um, you know, there's been the backdoor recruiting by by parents and boosters and everything for for years. I don't see where that's going to stop. Um, I could also see it becoming, you know, it's another one of those where the haves will continue to win because they there are the have-nots. And, uh, you know, it's you, you've seen it in college for years. You've seen it at the high school level. It's unfortunate. Um, but when it, when it comes down to it, you know, I think NIL in uh, high school, there's only going to be so many kids that are really going to benefit from it. I think you're looking at, uh, you know, the, the, the four and the five star prospects, the, the Juju Lewis, um, and, and, and those guys that are really going to have an opportunity to do something with it. Um, you know, I, I don't foresee, uh, you know, offensive linemen from, uh, you know, Mount Perrin, Osborne, Whitfield Academy, you, you know, being able to score big money off of this kind of a thing. So, you know, look, we're just going to have to see how it plays out. Yeah, yeah, that's how we, we, we're seeing it. But just thought I would, would, would get your thoughts on it since we had you on here with us here on this Friday night. Um, and always great to have you. Uh, great stuff as always from you. And so you know, th- thanks so much for, for coming on with us on this Friday night. Yeah, thanks. I'll Joe. tell you what, you know, we, we, we talk about all the good things that are going on. As much as I hate to say it, and I, I got to bring a little bit of attention to it because this has got to be an anomaly. Have you happened to see the score between Roswell and Lassiter today? Yeah. yeah. Well, I saw yeah. it was 70 to nothing in the second quarter. At the half. At the half, 70 uh, to nothing, yeah. Mm. You know, <laughs> mm. yeah, man. I, I I haven't seen too many scores like that uh, this year, but doggone it, I uh, you know I, I'm I I remember last year with the uh, you know Chip Lindsey and Hudson Mason and mm-hmm. Philip Lutzen Kirchin and yeah and all those guys you know putting seventy on people in the playoffs and uh, uh, I, I'm I'm really hoping that eventually Laster can get back because we used to call Laster versus Walton the East Cobb Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it, it's always better when uh, when Laster's playing good football. Yeah, yeah, down having a rough time tonight. Hopefully they do build it back soon because I remember those days. Those were some fantastic games on Friday nights, John. You know, great stuff. Well, thanks again. Once again, John Betnarowski, Mary of the Daily Journal. And you can follow him uh, always on Friday nights at Ed Cobb. Make sure I get it right. At, at Cobb Football Friday. At Cobb Football Friday, where he keeps that scoreboard and keeps things moving. So thanks so much again for checking in with us tonight. Sure thing, fellas. All right, John Betnarowski. All kind of information and things you didn't know. Yeah, it takes a lot for me to say I didn't know something. Yeah, yeah, man. But John knew something I didn't know. They had not won a game in Co- against a Cobb County school in how many years? That's amazing. 17 or 19? 19 years. My goodness. Yeah, that is, that is incredible. Yep, yep. All right, folks, headed for uh, the hour. We're headed for the top of the hour. When we get there, we're going to talk with someone uh, who coaches a team that pulled off a breakthrough win, I think, last week in, in Newton. They're off tonight. 
We're going to chance to catch in with their coach, Lance Skelton. That's coming up at the top of the hour. You stay with us for the scoreboard show on Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929thegame.com. <laughs> to more of the High School Football Scoreboard Show. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain and Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 Sam Crenshaw along with Chris Parker in our Midtown Atlanta studios on this Friday night. Most games are now into the second half, uh, most of the games. And I tell you what, we got some scores we're going to look at. But before we do that, let's check in with Day-Day Lewis down in Clayton County. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game High School Scoreboard Show with Sam Crenshaw and Coach Chris Parker. Damian Day-Day Lewis live here. At, oh, we got an interception, guys. I was just getting ready to let you know that it's Carver Atlanta tacking on a couple of more points, uh, a safety, and then a touchdown pass from Montavious Banks to Justin Johnson to give him a 16-0 lead after the extra point. Ensuing possession, it's an interception by those Panthers of Carver Atlanta, and they will take over again here in the third quarter with 2.37 to go. Wow, guys. Uh, Carver has come in, stolen all the momentum so far here in this third quarter, looking to put the first blemish on Monday's Mills record. We'll see how things turn out, and we'll keep you updated. For the High School Scoreboard Show with Sam Crenshaw and Coach Chris Parker, I'm Damian Day-Day Lewis on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back to you guys. All right, thanks a lot, Day-Day. And, Coach, you talked about Carver. We talked from the outset. Don't look at the record. Don't pay attention to the record, what they played preseason. They're showing you a little bit about what they're made of here in this game against Monday's Mills. Yeah, it's not like an NFL season where, you know, everybody's playing an NFL team every week. Some of these teams are playing, and Coach Freeman, we have Maurice Freeman on his side. You're Carver Atlanta. You played in the state championship two years ago. You played in the semifinals last year. Yeah, nobody wants to play you this 3A, 2A. So you're playing these big – they played Buford. Yeah. So they're going to lose some games. They battle-tested. So, yeah, they're, they're going to be ready to go. Now, Monday's Mills got a good team too, but, yeah, it's not surprising Carver Atlanta is playing well – trying to peak at the right time of year, which is that tough region schedule they got at the end of the year. They're actually in a very similar situation to Brooks County. They've got like maybe three region games coming up starting here in a week or two. And so I'd say over 90% of the teams in the state are playing region ball now. They're one of the few teams that aren't. And just they're they're getting better at the right time. Yeah, there's going to be some battles. Sandy Creek, Cedar Grove, and Carver all play each other in those last few weeks of the season. Fantastic stuff, folks. We're checking some scores that are going on. There's a game that's up in Cartersville. I'll be just surprised. It's third quarter, and we're tied at seven with Cass in Cartersville. You surprised by this? Yes. Well, I mean, maybe. You know, I did tell you that I think I had that one early. Dom can pull the tape if we need to, but I think I said if we had an upset pick, I might would take Cass, right? Yeah. Because Cartersville coming off a great win last week, down 17 nothing. Kind of really had to struggle, come emotional, back and score at the very end of the yeah. game to beat a very good Calhoun team. Mm-hmm. Now you're coming into a game where Cass, I mean, look, let's just let's just look at it by opposing program, okay? Cass and Cartersville. And for people that don't understand, these teams are blocks away from each other. I mean, you know, this is the same county. 
these are the same kids. Some of them went to elementary school together, or they played on park teams together, right? These are the same same. This is well, one of these two programs has won forty four of the forty nine times they played. Okay, yeah, and that's Cartersville. Cartersville won forty four and lost five against Cass. And I'm gonna say it's been a long time since Cass has beat Cartersville. They've been gearing up for this. This is Cass's. Super Bowl. Cartersville coming off a tough win last week. You know, it's just one of those things. It doesn't mean that Cass is going to win. Right, right. But I'm not surprised because Cass got a good team this year. That this is a good game. Uh, we got some really, really good games going on right now. Norcob just scored 28-27. Uh, missed extra point. So Walton winning 28-27 in that one. Uh, Cass and Cartersville 7-7 midway through the third quarter. 7-7. 7-7. This is a tight ball game. Uh, for them, yeah, and you know, like you said, they're the other school in the county, and for so many times it's always Cartersville, always Cartersville. If they got you know players that are being recruited and being watched, matter of fact, Jeff Sintel, Dog Nation, is at this game tonight. Oh, and Jeff will call in for us. We will hear from him absolutely at ten for at ten forty five. We're going to hear from Jeff Sintel from Dog Nation. He is at this game, so we'll get an update from that one tonight uh, as we go, go along. Look, checking some scores, third quarter score. Uh, down at Wintersville, Lowndes is up now, 19-14 on Valdosta. Um, Camden County is down. Richmond Hill is leading Camden County 27-21. That's a fourth-quarter score uh, at, at, as they play. Camden uh, County just scored. Camden County just as scores. As you speak, 28-27 took the lead. That has, that's a good game. Two good football programs down there. Richmond Hill, a team on the rise. Camden County, Coach Jeff Heron, you know, big time. 28-27, Sam. That's some battle. That's one of them South Georgia battles. Yeah, bro. it is. It is. You can tell that score. That's, that's a great ball game. Uh, we talked about McEachin and Harrison. They're in the third quarter now, and McEachin's up 21-14 over Harrison. Remember Harrison coming into yeah. this game? Big, uh, big region game. Undefeated game. You talk about what a big region game that one is. So we're keeping an eye on that one. Down on the south side, some games on the south side. Jonesboro uh, is up 14-7 on Morrow. Jonesboro is record at 4-2 at, at, at so far this season. See what happens with them. Drew is up on Lakeside to Cab. Drew is up 13-3. That's the third quarter score in that game. Douglas County in the third quarter is up 24 uh, nothing on Paulding County. Langston Hughes is up 40-21 to on East Paulding. That is a third quarter score. Yeah, Milton over South Forsyth right now, 17 to nothing in the third quarter. Lambert over Forsyth Central, 12-3 in the third quarter. And West Forsyth, this is a fi- final, Sam Neath. They got done a little early. Final. I think, I think they just West for Scythe. Yeah. Twenty-one-seven over Denmark. Final. Whoa! How far apart are those two schools? A mm, few miles. Yeah. Know, not very far. Um, and both very proud, good programs. Both have been region champs in that Forsyth region. Uh, but West Forsyth with the win today, big win. Because remember what these games mean, Sam. They're obviously big wins, but then they're tiebreaker wins. Yeah. So yeah. if at the end of the year Denmark and West Forsyth end up with the same region mm-hmm. record. West Forsyth, the winner. Wow. Big win. Big win for West Forsyth. Got more finals here uh, in other parts of the state. Way down south, Georgia. Cairo beats Hardaway 49-6. to Those syrup makers are 7-1. Perry's a winner over Griffin, 41-7. That one has gone final. Uh, also, Dalton's a winner over Woodland Cartersville, 42-7. Oh, by the way, they're in that region with Cass and with Hiram and with Cartersville. Uh, they're in that same region. And Calhoun. Uh, and Calhoun. They're in that region. And how many teams make the playoff? Uh, four. Yeah, so I think you named more than four. <laughs> there's, there's some, somebody <laughs> real good is going to end up on the outside looking in. Second year has won their second game in school history. 
Last week, this you Jag- went there this week. Second year Jaguars, uh, the new school in Gwinnett County, uh, got their first win. They beat Oglethorpe County last week. They've been, you know, they and these are kids who are skimmed from the role of Mill Creek, who's almost four thousand students. Uh, they, 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 so the younger ones, the go, younger ones, go to the other so side of I-85. They're on the west side of I-85 at this new school, second year, which looks like a spaceship and has a AI curriculum that make your head hurt. Yeah. Uh, they, 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 they have an AI. I rarely have nothing to say, but I have nothing to say. They have an that. AI curriculum at this school. It's so great. Tony Lottie, uh, the, the coach who's come there, this is the second year of the program. He's coming there and really kind of build some things. They got that first win. It was homecoming. My thing, how do you have homecoming at a school that just opened? Well, they got to have homecoming, Sam, because well, you see, you're thinking. There's nobody coming back. See, you're showing your age now, Sam. So you're thinking homecoming's well, about. Dumb. You're thinking homecoming's about how, homecoming. How do you have How do you have homecoming at a school that's only been open one year? I mean, it's it's, it's students there that want to get that want to have see, a good time. Dom understands what I'm telling you, Sam. <laughs> but is homecoming you're supposed, your supposed age. to come back, right? You're showing your age, and I am too. I just know this. <laughs> Homecoming is supposed to be homecoming, hence the name. O- older folks like me and Sam, yeah. Sam's going to homecoming at West Georgia in a couple of weeks, right? Yeah, right. Because mm-hmm. old folks go back to their home school. Right. But what the young folks turned it into, Sam, which he <laughs> is that they're going to get out there before the game and some yeah. dresses, and we're going to take some pictures, and we're going to go out to a field somewhere with a fence, yeah. and, you know, we're going to take some pictures, and we're going to put, like, you know, all these different props up and take another picture, and then we're going to have a dance, and we're going to – they're not worried about old folks, Sam. They, you, you, that homecoming has nothing to do with old folks, so they can do – that's for those kids in the school right now. So second year, same homecoming as LaGrange. A <laughs> hundred-year school, one-year school, one year school one year same school. thing. Homecoming. So, I mean, and, you know, how were you with homecoming week as a coach? How were you? Uh, all joking aside, it is, it is a – at high school – it is a distraction from from what you're trying to get accomplished. Pageants, now, parades, and pranks, and, and the kids because you want the kids a, to enjoy a whole week, it. a whole week of it. A, a constant as a coach, you balance two things. Yeah, you really do want the kids to have fun. You you can't constantly, you know, you don't want to get in the way of their high school experience, and you do want them to have fun with homecoming. And but over my career coaching, from when it started to when it ended, yeah. That did change, what I'm joking about. Now, where it was just a thing, maybe a dance, whatever, we're going to have a little thing. Maybe Dom experienced that. It's a little thing. And it did over the time by when I was ending coaching, it's this massive thing yeah, that becomes this um, this event, this kind of fall prom-ish thing that the kids, these are 16, 17-year-olds, they have a lot of things on their head other than who they're supposed to look at when the team runs Buck Sweet. You know, like, yeah. there's a lot of things in that linebacker's head other than who he's supposed to read you know, on defense. <laughs> and, and it just it does become something where it was hard to come out really crisp and sharp and come out with the same intensity that you expected. But, you know, whatever. It's part of the deal. That's why people schedule teams they think they can beat. Right. Not because they, I mean, they want to win for the fans. Sometimes it was just like, man, we better get somebody in here we can beat, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I talked with, with Coach Lottie about that this week up at, up at second year, and they played last week's homecoming. I said, well, well, Coach, you only been open one year. How you have homecoming? But you know what, though? Maybe the extra noise was good for them. 
They went out and they got the first win they in got school them a history, win. right? Them secondary kids got them a date to the homecoming dance. They got the picture out there in the field with the meadow or whatever. And, and you hey, know baby, what? we're ready to roll. And for a couple of days, they didn't care about them folks on the other side of I-85. They didn't care about that. Dom, tell them I'm right, right? <laughs> Young folks like that about homecoming. They don't care about old folks coming back home. Well, for they, sure. They got inspired and they won again tonight. They beat Heritage School at Noonan 55 nothing. Yo, 55 nothing. Yeah, bad second. They're on a roll now. <laughs> Stay tuned. Headed for the 10 o'clock hour. We're going to check in with Coach Lance Skelton. His Newton Rams are unbeaten. Beat Grayson last week. That's coming up. You stay with us. It's Saturday night. And you listen to the Scoreboard Show here on Sports Radio, 929 The Game and 929 Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.